0: What a good sign! What a good thing!
1: It's a good day for a good time with a good hang Ooh, is that an abbreviated theme song, or is that? Or, or have you cut it down?
2: Or, or is? Do we just hear the end? We just heard the end.
1: Oh, Okay, I was gonna say it's like it's like you know
2: like sitcoms when they used to just cut out a little bit. Oh no, what you're saying means nothing to the listener. Oh, never right mind now. then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cut point just in case. It's a little bit a little bit too <laughs> inside base but no, it's fine we'll leave it in. Okay, some, Well, I was going to say some some people are into it I'm sure. If
1: we wanted to cut it down that would be a good place to just do it, just little, do the last couple bars. It's quite nice. It was like I felt like I was coming back to friends or something. Oh, so, so like, six like six so if
2: we if we do have commercial breaks yeah um in the future if say we have a sponsored segment we would cut a little to a yeah, a stinger.
0: <laughs> and we're back.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: I just we just released a sketch for the Otter, for Otters United. Check it out if you haven't yet. Shout okay. out! Uh, and yeah, we the, the the note I got for the first edit was like, "Can we put a sitcom stinger?" And I was like, "Okay," uh, which is yeah, exactly what Nathan described—that little musical jingle coming back to the episode. And I was like, I couldn't think of anything, so I just went with friends. Yeah. And as soon as you, there's like thousands of them on on YouTube, yeah, like someone just isolated all the tunes. Every single one, you know, immediately is friends. It's kind of like too good.
0: Dun, 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 dun.
1: I shouldn't think of that.
0: Right? Yeah, that's cool. It's a
1: crazy week. We took a week off. Yeah, which I appreciated. I I especially needed a a little bit of a break because it was a pretty heavy week. How so? I, yeah, man. Um, Nathan knows all about this, but my mom had a bit of a health scare, or yeah. I think she's currently going a health scare. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and I guess COVID times is the weirdest times for that. But mm-hmm. basically, my mom, who has a history of ovarian cancer we're getting really heavy right into it huh it's all right it's like a little bit of jingle talk and then right into (laughs) ovarian cancer which i'm cool
2: with it's okay uh
1: yeah so my mom has a history of ovarian cancer she had like a full uh mastectomy hysterectomy um and has been relatively uh cancer free for the past four years now i believe four Mm -hmm. years uh she had a little bit of a scare she had fluid building up around her heart like a lot yeah there's a thing called the pericardium, which is like a sack around the heart that holds fluid, which is like normal. It's supposed to like you know mm-hmm. protect the heart or do some other shit. I'm not mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's you're supposed to have 50 cc's, uh-huh. so like just like what what is that? That's a uh, very very little. Anyway, my mom had like 800 cc's, which is almost a liter. Right, cubic centimeters or cubic liter, same thing. Uh, they drained that and they tested the fluid. And then our our doctor who we zoomed with, which was very weird by the way, it was yeah. like because inst- Philippines is in full lockdown mm-hmm. for COVID because mm-hmm. of Delta, so instead of uh, my family going to the hospital, only my mom could go, mm. and we had to zoom in with all her doctors and everything, Oof. which w- which was lucky that at least I at least I was able to join in. Yeah, it was a yeah. S- small little server lining. Yeah. Um yeah, the doctors were pretty convinced that it was like not good. Like it sounded like a pretty good sign that her cancer was back. Some of her cancer markers were up. But then all of a sudden the, 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 the tests came back. They're all negative. We were yeah. pretty shocked. And then she had a PET scan and no nothing lit up, so she's totally cancer free. But she is in like pretty bad renal failure. Like her kidneys aren't working. Yeah. So she has to have dialysis, which all things considered is not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's been a rough
0: it's a little bit
2: of a roller coaster, so right? but of time. we 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 landed in a not great but yeah, not yeah, 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 bad yeah. place. Yeah, 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 yeah. And especially because like she's she's up there in age as well. So yeah, these she's seventy four. You know. Yeah, so these yeah. things are sort of to be expected. But it's just great that like the degree of severity is not mm. like something that she can't just overcome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: it's just a weird time, you know, because a lot of men- things going on mentally. It's like, oh, I can't. I, I was like, oh, should I fly back? Oh, I can't really fly back because it's like, mm. three, it would be like th- so much freaking quarantine and no point and everything. So it's just a weird, it's a weird time. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate the, this, st- uh, yeah, just it really needs to take some space. So, yeah. Sorry for not having a, a episode last week. We missed you guys. Uh, yeah. But also, it like, because like, we record this on Tuesday or Wednesday sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then, like, like that's right when I heard that my mom was six. I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it wasn't really a good time to do it, but mm-hmm. you know. Keeping busy, keeping distracted, yeah,
2: and uh, seems to be out of the woods. Well, I mean, high five—not high five, low five, low five, maybe. Just like a moderate handshake. (laughs) Low five, but uh, last week was yeah, not a great mental health week for me either. Oh, Uh, (laughs) 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 um, just so yeah, we're we're going in. Let's get into it. Yeah, let's get in heavy, Uh, real quick. In the in the first sad hang, (laughs) the dour hang. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, yeah, like. No, nothing nothing too crazy mm-hmm. you know it's it's mo- it's just like a little episode of uh anxiety and depression i feel that um but it was just fascinating because it was act- it, last week it was a bit of a breakthrough moment because mm-hmm. it was actually the first time in my life that i identified something as oh. anxiety oh yeah because my understanding of ang- my understanding of depression is i wouldn't say super deep but like l- layered mm-hmm. you know i have True. a f- i have a somewhat Good understanding of Experience depression. Experience with it. Yeah. Experience with it, also understanding it, like seeking out knowledge about it. Yeah, yeah, but anxiety, yeah. it's not something I've actually researched. Oh, was a big thing to you. Yeah. But yeah, because in my brain, like anxiety just meant, like, ooh, I'm scared. You oh, know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> like a real mental thing, but it's really f- when you feel the physiological. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah it's and, a and whole different like, thing. Like my, my, my original perception of what anxiety was is just like, oh, things make me nervous or mm-hmm. things make me scared. And like, I never th- saw myself as that kind of person. Right and i've never been that kind of person like if 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 i if something is uh, insight, uh if something induces fear i kind of just like mm. tackle it or something mm-hmm. but it's that definition of anxiety was extremely not right oh i'm sorry you <laughs> went um, through this okay what happened no no it was more as in like um it was just more interesting than anything that i i, I was able to identify like spit like feelings that i've had before Mm. but i identify it as like oh this is my brain going into this mode right Right. um which was yeah very helpful very useful um also like thanks to like a friend that i reached out to um it was very useful in like uh getting this knowledge because like i don't know if being able to define your sadness is ultimately like you know, helpful for to making it go away or anything. Super helpful for me, to be honest. Like super helpful. It, it, it I think it, it for now. It's definitely helping me more with just like um being able to accept it. Yeah, it accept takes, it. I it said takes that the word wind weird. out of the sails a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. Like,
1: it starts. It stops being the boogeyman in the closet. It mm-hmm, starts being mm-hmm. that oh, that animal that you see. That at least you know what it is. Kind mm-hmm, of a deal. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah.
2: So yeah, it was just like um, it was a lot of feelings of um how do i put this in like a broad simple enough way like the overarching feeling that i felt for most of last week was as if i was being taken from like i Mm. felt as if like all my relationships were like sucking things out of me
1: dude are our cycles lighting up because that's exactly how i feel like to this day Mm. i just feel like and i feel like i have no energy for anything and i feel kind of like
2: it's 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 not even yeah. that. it's not even that like that's, or, that's or like i'm I not do. even sure if it's exactly when i say it was sucking things out of me i don't mean it was draining energy from me i meant like in a very like i okay i i literally felt like people were taking advantage of me everywhere oh. i turned yeah in that way like in that way that i felt like people were taking from me and my brain knew that's not what was happening yeah. like because i knew that there was no malicious intent no one is actually taking things from me what's actually happening is that I am uh very much a people pleaser and I and I allow myself to be taken from Mm. um but I don't like all it all it took was a perspective shift and suddenly I like I felt as if like all the things that I give to the world were actually people taking things away from me oh i see what you're saying yeah it was weird it was a weird mental place to be and like it was weird because my brain knew like what was happening yeah i know what you mean but my heart was just like but i feel it so fuck you i know what you mean my (laughs) version of that which
1: i think i've shared with you before is that i constantly feel like i'm just letting people down Mm. all the time like when i'm getting into that anxious space or that depressed space i just feel like i'm a failure and i just like yeah. Don't deserve yeah. 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 But but it's so crazy it's to me that
2: like I felt this feeling before, but mm. I never ident- I was never able to identify because it. it doesn't sound like anxiety, right? It, yeah. But now now it, that I'm saying it, it totally does. Sounds <laughs> because, like yeah. Because like I am scared or I'm fearful or I'm anxious about something that is not that doesn't hold any true power. Right. Like I created that power myself. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it, I guess. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was it was super strange to like go through it and then identify it and be like, oh shit, this is what I've been feeling all these years. Hmm. This is anxiety. Like fuck. I, I like I always thought I was like exempt from that card, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you've never had like a panic
1: attack per se, right? Like hyperventilating and.
2: I, I had one a few months ago of the yeah. car accident. Right, right, we, right, right. Yeah, right, we spoke right, right. about it yeah, yeah, yeah. in a previous episode. That's that was right, the. Right. First the first time I've had a full-on... Super on... understandable. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the first and only time I've ever had, like, a... Yeah, like, like, it's the only time I remember. A
1: very clear physiological Very clear obvious. physiological yeah.
2: shift of, like, holy shit, I was sitting in an air-conditioned car, and a crash happened, and yeah. I walked out, and I am in full body sweats.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Any
2: good stuff happened? <laughs> <laughs> no Here's the thing Like I, I, I see it ultimately As a win Um sure. Because I made like A personal breakthrough um, And These things usually Happen with sadness mm. You know like I feel like these breakthroughs rarely happen from moments of like I'm so happy. <laughs> like it's rare, it's rarer. <laughs> it's not as common. It's not it's not growth really. Yeah, it's not as common. Yeah. I guess um, that's fair. That's so, fair. Yeah, I'm ultimately grateful. But you know, tons of tons of great distractions throughout the last two weeks. Yeah, like so the
1: fe- many. <laughs> the fact that we haven't met for two weeks means like I've s- I was like making a list of the stuff I was watching and and listening to and stuff. And it was a lot. The one thing I want to talk to you about, yeah. r- which is not our official recommendation, but Nathan, have you heard of his TV show? It just started by the way it's called heels like it plays on the stars network
2: like heels from a shoe
1: like heels from a shoe but heels in wrestling Uh so it's like a drama d drama d i guess Uh about um uh about a small town in georgia where where wrestling is everything it's like friday night lights meets wrestling yeah you haven't heard about this it's pretty cool it's pretty cool
2: i'm gonna wait for the seat at least it the feels, season 1 to stack up. It
1: feels pretty bingeable. It's Stephen Amell, so it's like Green Arrow. Ooh. Green Arrow, he's like he's like the head writer and uh heel of the show. Right, It's pretty cool. That's it's, awesome.
2: I I can't wait for all of the CW stars of the of like the Arrowverse and the Flashverse. Sure. <laughs> like no, to just like do other things for their shows to end mm-hmm. and for them to get better opportunities because Stephen Amell uh what's Grant, his, Gustin. Grant Gustin uh be Emily Bett yeah. Um, they're all really magnetic yeah. performers Su- supergirl just finished right super i have no idea i think it just finished so yeah yeah we'll see but her they as well like the they're all such magnetic t- performers but like unfortunately they got caught in like the superhero boom of the, sea, the early noughties <laughs> oh gosh yeah <laughs> they got caught in the superhero boom of the early noughties and like while the first two or one or two seasons of their shows were decent they're yeah. now into season five six seven and it's Unwatchable. Yeah, those
1: locked up in those contracts. Yeah. No, nah, dude, it's it's, I'm legit- curious to just dip in it's legitimately
2: toes. unwatchable now.
1: I think the last thing I watched from that whole universe was they did a musical episode. A couple years, was that a couple of years ago now?
2: See, even at least that sounds interesting. But like, drop um, in and watch. That's pretty fun. <laughs> at least that sounds interesting, and they occasionally get desperate and do crossovers. But yeah. for the longest time, it's just like this. The show has—I I only pop in and out—but the show has essentially like become a soap opera, yeah, like a full-on that soap a opera lot, where doesn't? it's just about like you, like will they, won't they? And f- the Flash's character has been stagnant for like a hot second, right? Yeah,
1: just trying to save on a uh, superhero graphics, maybe.
2: Yeah, so I'm happy that Stephen Amell, after Arrow finally ended, like he got like what sounds like a cool opportunity. It, 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 uh,
1: but you know what makes me particularly hopeful for it is that the head writer of this show, it's the show—it's the passion project of oh my god I can't pull his name a- Alex Morgan the guy who wrote Loki uh-huh. the showrunner of Loki is running this show
2: I thought the showrunner of Loki was a woman
1: am I sexist <laughs> <laughs> wait now I have to look it up but I, I think I might be wrong I think there's two I think the director you're talking about is like the main director of yes. Loki was a woman yeah, 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 but yeah. the head showwriter and showrunner was Got a guy it. It. name so the real
2: boss <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the
1: one who wears the pants <laughs> Loki showrunner what's his name Anyway, but yeah. yeah, it's good stuff. I,
2: I mean, I am always down for a professional wrestling show. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy it, uh, the little bit that I've seen of GLOW. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Which I haven't finished yet. I don't yeah. Know why. Huh.
2: Like, professional wrestling was... Is, it, I don't know if it still continues to be, but it was a very fundamental building block mm-hmm. of, like, my childhood and teenage years. It's cool. I'm also, like, I have this weird fascination
1: of, like, okay, I really want to understand... What the, how the other half lives. By other half, I mean the red state people. Right. And like, this is a real, it feels like a real Republican kind of show. So I kind of want to check it out and with, th- with that in mind.
2: Oh. Yeah. Michael
1: Walgen is the name.
2: Of the Loki showrunner. A real Republican kind of show. It's like see, very I, I, like I never used to see things through that lens, you know, but like Well the world's forcing it down our throats. Yeah, so like when like for example, like when I was younger and watching Twenty Four. Yeah. I never once considered that it yes, it because it is such a politically entrenched show mm-hmm. that it is political to a certain extent. Yeah. But even then, it's just—it's very simple. Like you just, you, don't, you just don't make those connections when you're a kid, you know. It,
1: it's just like the thing that I think about. It's like, okay, let me see if this show passes two things: the Bechdel test, and if there's a gay character. If there's neither, then I put that into the red state territory, where it's like it becomes yeah interesting to watch.
2: Really? Yeah.
1: So okay. right now, there's only two that I watched: that and SEAL Team. But that's <laughs> I, love good, I love a good military action show.
2: <laughs> so like it's that. not about a team of seals.
1: I would watch that, too. Uh-huh. But no, it's a team of Navy SEALs. But don't, don't watch that. I do not recommend it. No one would enjoy that except for me. It's a very niche thing.
2: Is it just like a Navy SEAL procedural thing? Yep. And they solve Mission crimes? of the Week. Got it.
1: Black Ops Mission of the Week is what that Got shows about. Michael Waldron is the name of the Loki runner. <laughs> and he is not sure if he's coming back for season two of Loki. That's sad.
2: I'm like trying to think if I have that kind of show in my life, like your Navy SEAL show. Like, I'm trying to think if I ha- like a show
1: that you like that you were sure no one else would like. Yeah, I've got tons of those. <laughs> <laughs> tons. <laughs>
2: like, I guess mine is more like YouTube videos, sure, because I sense. I don't really like seek out those. Sh- I also just don't know where to watch a lot of things nowadays. <laughs> I just have so much. There's so much. Yeah. Um. Like, and I and I'm not um, illegally downloading things as much these days to cool. be. Yeah. Cool. cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Cause Hey, we all do it sometimes. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, mine tend to be like YouTube things. Like I watch a lot of chiropractic videos. Uh, do you do the one with a hammer and chisel? That guy? Uh, Oh, you mean Dr. Doctor. Bo Hightower? Yeah, with his manly, manly beard. <laughs> um, yes, I, I do watch some of his. It's, it's like, I, 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 I go in hard on that genre sometimes. Yeah. For no reason. Uh, also, what other u- weird YouTube rabbit holes? Um, hydraulic press videos. Is it oh, like a slow motion. A like, time?
1: See what gets hydraulically pressed. Is that what that's about? That's yeah, exactly. I, I like, that's exactly. I feel like you're cringing at yourself. I think you should just own it. No, no, no.
2: I'm not cringing at myself. Like, I'm, I'm not. I'm clearly <laughs> not ashamed of these. I'm just saying that, like, I understand that they're also very specific. Yeah. Um, fair enough. Oh, what, uh, there's. I was gonna say like s- gaming videos, but lots of people watch sure videos. Lots of yeah. You know
1: what I what, what I realize is a very f- has a very full YouTube creator community is uh, cruise ship videos.
2: I like displaying cruise ships, yeah, or no, like, like, like right steering them.
1: Like tips and tricks. Here's what to do when you go on your cruise. Here's how to get the most out of the buffet. Do type you ship. sail?
0: Do you sail a cruise ship or drive a cruise ship or
1: steam
2: a cruise ship? What do you do to drive a ship? A cruise ship drive. I think drive drive. That yeah. sounds. Wrong to drive anything sail. in water.
1: Like, do you need to
2: have? Okay, let's
1: break this down. Right, if you have a sail no. ship, you have a sail, so you sail it. Uh-huh. If you have a car, it has a drive shaft, so you drive it. Is it does, that, does that make sense? <laughs> if you have a, if you have a old-timey railroad you steam it right i don't know either way i'm going i'm not driving it but i'm on the ship yeah and the videos are people who go on the ship and just be like this is what the cruise is like they show you like all the they give you a tour of all the restaurants and all that stuff there's a huge
2: community of people who just love cruises and
1: they don't seem that weird (laughs) they seem a little weird
2: they seem a little <laughs> no, but weird. I, 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 I do know what you're talking about. Not exactly this, yeah, but the ki- the vibe of like a yeah. very specific community, super niche, yeah, yeah. Because like, there's also like um, a subset of chiropractic videos mm-hmm. is chiropractic advice. So like, people that give for like, fellow
1: chiropractors, or no, no, going no, to no, no.
2: So like, basically, people that are like physiotherapists okay. that are giving like free, yeah, 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 yeah. videos. Sure, and that stuff makes sense um and that rabbit hole runs pretty deep as I well I very imagine. specific communities yeah like there's full communities on youtube that are that 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 consist mostly of people above 50 and mm. it's and it's <laughs> because hmm. yeah it's just it's fun it's a good time
1: i feel um, like there's good t- i feel like i'm trying to remember i picked up a tip from one of those chiropractic people i think it was a pair of old white dudes they showed me a stretch which are really quite helpful so yeah, it's maybe. this
2: channel what's it called um, but this this channel that you just mentioned, yeah. the two old, white yeah, guys.
1: just two white dudes be like, hey, this is how I do this stretch, and they making like shitty dad jokes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, I love they those have a like,
2: huge community. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's tons of followers. They have a massive community, <laughs> and
2: it consists mostly of just older people as well.
1: Yeah, you need yeah, as you grow older, your spine gets messed up. Yeah, uh, but I
2: love I love like YouTube for for that. Like like. um... I love the obscure part of YouTube. Mm. It's so enjoyable. Like, I love just going on, like, random deep dives lately of, like, very obscure parts yeah. of YouTube. Like, like very specific vloggers that are, like, vlogging. Like, you know, sh- oh, I'm shoveling snow. <laughs> <laughs> this is just about shoveling snow. <laughs> and like, talking about things. Or, like... It's uh, your boy, the show snubbler. Yeah. Or, like, Shoveler. a 50-something-year-old lady from somewhere in the UK. Yeah making shitty food but like (laughs) just filming it and why not yeah just genuinely filming it and like it's hard to tell whether she's in on the joke anymore yeah but yeah
1: for me is if like it's so exciting when i find an essayist that i really like Mm. like you know you know how they say like oh if you see someone like at a coffee shop or something reading your favorite book right you should like Fuck them, flirt them, flirt with They flirt with them, <laughs> <laughs> uh, or at least they would be there. They would be a good friend. Yeah. That's why I feel about this one uh, YouTuber called Lady Knight the Brave. Mm-hmm. She and uh, and then you know how I said I'm trying to explore my Republican side, my red my red state side. Uh-huh. This is like farther to the left, right. where a lot of her essays. Uh, she basically does like entertainment breakdowns of like random movies and stuff and TV shows. But she's very very woke, so I'm I'm starting to understand more about the, fem- the 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 male gaze and like what is right and wrong in terms of transphobia and stuff. So I just feel like I'm very well balanced. Anyway, so but like looking at the video, she broke. How down. much do you
2: know about male gaze?
1: You talking about male gaze, or you're talking about male gaze. Male gaze. The male gaze, or the male gaze. Male gaze. Gaze.
2: Yeah, like I, gaze. I know a few. G A Z E. Anyway, the
1: I, I looked at her. Um, she has she doesn't come out with that many. She's been on YouTube for a couple of years, but she's she does like hour and a half long mm-hmm. breakdowns. Mm-hmm. So you can see all the things she's broken down. And I was like looking at it. I'm like, okay, you have like, um. Pretty common ones, but then then she did like really niche ones, like like she did um which well House, Haunting of Hill House and yeah. the sequel, not that niche. But then the one that really caught my eye was like Atlantis, the Lost Empire from Disney. That's one of my favorite movies. So she did a deep dive on that.
2: Did she also do that deep dive on Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey? Different one,
1: I think. I think okay. that's maybe that's Lindsay Ellis you're talking about. Maybe not her. Maybe not. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and then she did like um, uh, Fleabag, and she did Russian Doll, mm-hmm. and. 1917 yeah and like just her her taste is so in line with mine that i'm just like okay whatever you suggest me to watch i will go watch mm-hmm. and it's just so nice to find a good essayist another one too is um i'm like super behind on this one but internet historian i've actually started going down his rabbit hole right Have you watch this stuff
2: yeah a bit. the one
1: did no man's sky and
2: yeah yeah whatever. bits and pieces yeah
1: that was a weird uh overlap because he did the last video he came out with was about the costa cruise disaster which is goddamn hilarious. But, but all, these, all
2: these S.A.S. tend to make, like, much longer videos. Yes. And, like, I, like those. The, I, I enjoy those when I have, like, A long, graphic long design time. work to do. Okay. Um, but usually, like, I go for around, like, the 20-minute range. 20 is, minutes. Is where I max out.
1: And that's when you're just watching. You're, like, you're just focused on watching. Yeah. Because me is generally, yeah, in the background. Oh, okay. I do have a lot of like editing, like work the only or...
2: ones that like I will max out for like past twenty minute limit for is like your red letter media, sure, and all of that because awesome. like yeah. yeah, because I mean they've been quietly consistently putting out best of the worst, mm-hmm. and I know not a lot of people watch them, but they are deeply hilarious. <laughs> if, if,
1: if it's a movie that I know, I'll watch it. If it's <laughs> no, a movie no, I've never no. heard of, I. It's a, Are like, any of the movies I've heard
2: of? No, Maybe no. But you will never have seen no, I'm ta- it. I
1: think anymore. I think I'm talking about Review. That's the one I like theirs.
2: You're either thinking of Review or Half in the Bag. i Re- well, Half in the Bag for sure. I know. But I'm talking specifically bag, bag. about Best of the Worst. Yeah, where it's
1: like they take three films that no one's ever heard of and they yeah, just watch they, it, basically. Yeah, they
2: take yeah. three random, like not even yeah. B movies, like C, D, E movies. <laughs> yeah. And they just watch them and like understand the stories. And it is... It's amazing. One of my favorite ones is when they watched that lion movie.
1: The lion movie?
2: Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. The movie where like they filmed a bunch of actors with real lions.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Yeah. And like someone got
1: eaten or something. No, <laughs> or,
2: no, like, there's there's like, like a genuine like, attack. Like a lot of people got very badly hurt. <laughs> yes. And there was like, there was like in a cabin. Yeah, I think I remember watching that one. That's
0: crazy. It's a crazy movie. It's literally
2: documentary footage of people trying not to die. Mm. <laughs> Well, Surrounded, I'm not talking two, three lions. I'm talking upwards of ten and above lions. So real. It's intense. Crazy, crazy. Do, do you have the name of that movie? Can you I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It, it's definitely Lions, right? It wasn't Lions, right? It was Lions. Lion, <laughs> real lion movie. Yeah.
2: Um, but if if you're going to start somewhere with best of the worst, I'd, I'd check that one out. Where did this thread start? <laughs> Uh, we're just talking about things that were distracting us from our depression.
0: Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> well, there you go. We just got distracted by it. So yeah, I was it, just. It I, works. What I was gonna say is that, like, man, without YouTube, I would be much more, you know, and like, I guess I would have to face my feelings a bit more. <laughs> I guess is what the end of that sentence is. I'd have to be more mentally healthy. I guess.
2: Can you? Are you able to add other Google accounts to your YouTube Premium account? I think you can. There's, I don't a, there's think a family so. plan. I'm not sure. I yeah. looked into it because I tried signing up because I was do it, dude. I, I was gonna go down that hole, and then I saw that there was a thing where, like, oh, add multiple users into your YouTube Premium account. Oh, I'm I'll like, do that for you right now, man. Yeah, and I was like, can 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 I can I do that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll do that
1: for you if, if that's a thing. I never noticed that was a thing. Is the movie called Roar?
2: Yes, okay. it's called Roar. Um, yes. I believe we've spoken briefly about it briefly, like, like yeah. 40 episodes ago, but yeah. A
1: movie with 150 untrained lions. What could go
2: wrong? What could go wrong? <laughs> Jesus. It was cruel and abusive and...
1: But were they? I mean, it sounds like they were just feeding the lions. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's abusive on the part of the director doing this to their... Oh, to, to the actors. To his, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. The, the director doing this to his actors. <laughs> it's like... That's just cruel and unusual.
1: And then people are just like, oh, man, I got to gotta make me meet somehow yeah oh well, if you get a family plan it's like $8 more a month but we'll talk about that offline <laughs> <laughs> dude YouTube premium is the best I'm telling you man honestly push came to shove you had to ask me which subscription I'd want between Netflix and everything YouTube
2: posted. no no I'm strongly considering <laughs> it just for the the
1: everything could be a podcast
2: Nathan yeah I know <laughs> it's do. just for that alone like for the feature of like being able to change apps yeah I hate that that's a premium feature that is oh. so annoying <laughs>
0: Gotta oh, wait. Somehow. Wait, let me think. Ooh, no,
2: no, no, wait. My Samsung phone can 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 do two things picture at once. Picture-in-picture? Yeah. No? Ha. Hacked.
1: Go for it. But I also like just... No, but then it when I close my phone, it's gonna... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I meant. I literally like locking my phone and putting it in my pocket and like, the thing funny. I'm watching becomes a podcast. I hate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Anyway. Um, <laughs> Gotta pay to play without... Speaking heads. about uh, distractions, mm. um, I want to talk about very briefly, because it might be old top. It might be an old topic by 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 the time our listeners listen to this. But uh, I want to talk about the Suicide Squad. Yeah, it came out um, last week. The Suicide Squad. The su. Sorry. The slash. I don't even the, know if that's what you said or not. <laughs> the Suicide Squad.
1: It was a bucket of fun. That one. Yeah. God, no one. I think actually, no. A lot of people hated it more the original one more than I did. But I hated that original one. I was like, <laughs> giving back my time, Will Smith. <laughs>
2: No. Okay. So, like, I, I, I find it absolutely fascinating because, mm-hmm. like, um, if you, okay, like, if I were to ask you, MCU versus Warner Brothers, like, or DCEU, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. you want to call it, um,
1: like, which one would I save in a fire?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. And
1: Marvel. I mean, no problem. Disney. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Give me to me. <laughs> because, like, my counterpoint to this, yes. is that both. People, both companies, both both universes, yeah. are making like as significant contributions to cinema. I think
1: that's your argument. I thought you were going to say Marvelous peaked and therefore kill it when no, it's no, like, no, no, no. I'm just saying that like DC they, I think I,
2: I'm saying that it's an easy, it's a pretty easy answer that the MCU is seemingly above the DCEU in almost every aspect. Yes, but, but quality, money. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that they're more on par than you think, in terms of cultural and historical significance. Like over the years, over like, the years, yeah, okay, yeah, here, yeah. Here's yeah. my in argument. Our lifetime. Sure, here's my argument. All right, it's because yes, the MCU has shown us the the ability to tell a spanning story across years and across platforms mm-hmm. and across different mediums, and to tell this story quite competently. Right like not perfect but like pretty damn well. That's Marvel dollar, right? Yes. To yes. you. Pretty damn well. Very cohesively, very and it it when it when it, pe- when it uh blah, 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 blah. when it had its peaks, mm-hmm. they were great peaks. I feel like we're starting to take Marvel for granted,
1: not just you or me, but like yeah. it, society as a whole. It's like almost we yeah, got yeah, so yeah. used to how good it is. But continue. I, I don't want
2: to say that they've peaked. Yeah. I think there's still lots to be done, but you know, their peaks were pretty amazing. Correct. However, the DCEU with all of its sh- complete shit show movies and it's like you know like the like the original David Ayer Suicide Squad was like a pitiful excuse of like a really slap shot film yeah. put together by like executive desperation pretty much um,
1: twice I feel like they redid it twice yeah it came out really bad but music. that's the thing
2: like that's the thing about the DCEU that I think is so magnificent twice now between Suicide Squad and The Suicide Squad and um, uh, Justice League versus Zack Snyder's Justice League, Mm -hmm. we have seen how movies are made. you know like okay. we, like like i think they've contributed so much to like cinematic history i hear what you're saying in so terms like, of like we have seen an example of how this exact same movie in the, in the justice league mm-hmm. could be completely just ripped to shreds versus what the original vision was and that was awesome to watch yeah. from a like a educational aspect from like a student aspect almost of yeah. seeing like a filmmaking Class.
1: I totally get what you're saying. Like, what Marvel did wrong was that they were too good. Yeah. Like, there was no room for improvement of the actual thing. No, like, I'm just up. I'm just showing another version. Ah.
2: I'm saying that the MCU is putting their amazing stories on the screen.
1: This is like how you get a DC... friend to
2: hang out <laughs> with you so you look more attractive. No no, 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 no. The MCU is putting their amazing stories on the screen. Yeah. The DCEU. It's behind the scenes. The amazing story is happening just. In the tabloids. In the. In 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 the, just, in the zeitgeist, <laughs> you know,
0: because even with the,
2: even with Suicide Squad, yeah, you can argue that both David Ayer's Suicide Squad and uh, 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 James Gunn's Suicide Squad, they are almost copies of each other in terms of yeah, like on well, paper on paper yeah sure on paper on paper they are copies of each other. They literally replaced Will Smith with Idris Elba.
1: That's why the paper doesn't matter, yeah. <laughs> and then they doubled down on that and replaced Idris Elba yeah. with John Cena in yeah. the movie. Yeah.
2: but on, they made that a threat anyway. On yeah. paper, they are very similar movies mm-hmm. and, yeah. like, similar-spirited almost, but, like, the execution is just completely different. Oh, completely different. And you're seeing how, like like people learn on different levels, how Mm -hmm. the executives have learned, how the creatives have learned and like the different levels of trust that executives are able to give creatives Mm -hmm. and like how they didn't give David Ayer much trust, but gave James Gunn lots of trust because of his MCU success. And it's just a fascinating like thing to observe and learn from and like watch cinematic history unfold before us.
1: (laughs) You're right. It's like the difference between, you know, giving birth to Usain Bolt And then giving birth to, like, a kid who's got, like, uh, turned-in feet, who has to wear braces for a while, and then eventually learns to walk. Maybe will learn to run, but will never be like his brother, Usain. I get what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) But it is interesting, and not to yuck or yum, because I hate when people do that. But, yeah, I'm so glad that you can enjoy it on that level. Uh, I thought Suicide Squad was quite fun. Yeah. Yeah. the first time, I, I watched it twice, in fact, because yeah. I watched it once by myself, and I watched it once with like the roommates. Yeah. And uh, I took a break multiple times, because I was like, hey, whatever. Yeah. And they kind of give you chapter markers anyway, so yeah, I, thought that, do. I feel like that's just like fucking just Snyder Cut. Yeah. I, forget, I didn't realize that. Anyway, I feel like it was a nice way to do it, is to do it in chunks, because it gets a little flabby in the middle, because they have so many characters that they have to like give the backstory for and stuff. So Somewhere around the time, they give Ratcatcher 2, her backstory, and I liked her by, as a character. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is...
2: Feeling way saggy, yeah. But I. uh, This is probably so. Yeah, because you also watched it like at home. Yeah, just at home, and I I
1: didn't mind that. I think I liked that. Like I watched it because we're heightened.
2: Right. Right. Whatever. Like I watched it in the cinema, so like Mm -hmm. my attention was raptured. Sure. Um, I. Yeah, like maybe a little flabby, but you know, to me that was just like a pacing issue. Like I didn't, I didn't feel like the the pace dragged too much. Yeah. If anything, like I appreciate it, like the like the fleshing out, yeah, yeah. Compared to say, previously,
1: flabby is the wrong term because there's nothing in the top of my head that I would cut out. Yeah, it just it, just, it you know it's just, it's just full. It's just a lot. There's a lot, mm-hmm. and some of it has to be slower and
2: whatever. The thing that surprised me was, and maybe this is like my old curmudgeon coming out, mm. but like I was surprised by how violent it was.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say it's really basic of me, but I should really appreciate the R rating. I would. I, I kind of was... forgot. Actually,
2: D- is it R rated? Yeah, M eighteen. Yeah, yeah. They
1: is said it? "fuck" like seventeen times per second.
2: Yeah. Okay. But maybe like. Okay, with with foul language, I'm a bit more desensitized because you hear it all over the place. Oh, but
1: I mean, that's the marker of an R rated movie. Yeah, I, I I'm guess. going by American ones because that's what I yeah. know. But, but yeah.
2: like, you know, for for the most part, like I believe our generation is desensitized 100%. to foul language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the middle finger is an emoji. Yes. Come on. The most acceptable form of mass communication is um like like has Cartoon. accepted the middle finger, middle finger as an emoji yeah. so like foul language is no longer like taboo yeah but i was shocked by like the level of violence in such a a a, a commercially um pushed movie yeah because this isn't some obscure, like, only-can-watch-it-the-projector kind of film. Oh, like, not they're, at all. They're advertising these on buses, on bus yep. stops, yep. like, on billboards, yep. like, all over the cinema. And I I expected it to be, like, raunchy and, vi- and like, you know, I didn't expect it to be, like... Hyper-violent? Avengers or anything. I did not expect that level of, like, hyper-violence yet. But it's
1: weird, right? Because, like, <laughs> in, in a way, I can almost... Like, in terms of, okay, what's the more violent movie, uh, 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 Endgame or The Suicide Squad? And it's funny, because obviously, obviously, The Suicide Squad. But you would make this argument, too, that...
2: More people died in Endgame. Oh no, no
1: shot. <laughs> is that, is that they, the stylized version of it, that it was super hyper-stylized... That that was the point of it. It kind of desensitized you. Like I'm talking about the part where John Cena just takes an axe and just wa- as he's walking, just tick, 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 <laughs> that was my favorite. That was so hilarious. And like that's a person's life ending right there. No, no, for, for, um,
2: like for it was. And to be fair, I'm not saying that like oh it's too violent, cancel it. Not at all. It just shocked me. Like I was surprised, yeah. especially because the first violent thing you see is Pete. Uh, Pete Davidson. Mild spoilers, I guess, yeah. if you haven't seen it, but it happens in the first five minutes. You see Pete Davidson get his face blown up. His head gets Ellen cratered. Ellen Page style. Yeah. Like it get. Did you ever watch Super?
1: No, no, no. But I heard about that. Like I was watching the breakdown. They showed that scene. I was like, oh,
2: okay. Yeah. Literally, what happened to Ellen Page in James Gunn's Super is yeah. what happened to Pete Davidson. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like that's more of a spoiler. <laughs> in <Yeah>. whoops <laughs> is what happened to Pete Davidson in 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 Suicide Squad. Um, but yes. Anyway. Um, give me one second That's okay, okay. Where were we?
1: No. Elliot Page getting her head blown off His oh. head blown off man I was going to say make sure you don't dead name him And then I misgendered him so bad <laughs> That's how what it, Lady Knight the Brave Is teach me how to do stuff like that
2: How does it work though because he was You Eleanor. you still
1: refer to th- him as his current name Referring to his, his past works Got
2: it It's Elliot Elliot Page, yes. Understood. Did not keep track. So, so.
1: Elliot Page was Juno. Yes. Elliot Page was the actor who played the pregnant girl in Juno. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess so. I, I, guess, I guess that's accurate.
2: Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's funny that like the, these are like things that um are <laughs> things. They're. It's. <laughs> I know what you are saying. There are things. Yeah, there are things that are things. I just find it like it's 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 it, i I like that like we are making conscious efforts to like Consider the feelings of people that we previously didn't consider the feelings of. Yeah. It's interesting. It it tickles me in a a strange way. Yeah. (laughs) I don't don't know how or why. It
1: it also reminds me of this. Oh, in light of your 30th birthday, it reminded me of this thing I saw, like a little, uh, I don't know if it's a meme, but anyway, it was just, it was like a little post that said, okay, stuff that was invented before you were born is just stuff that's always existed. Yeah. Stuff that was invented, you know, whether it be actual like inventions like gadgets or, you know, social constructs that were invented when you were young you become an expert in like Mm -hmm. okay and then stuff that happens after you're 30 is stuff that's like you'll never understand fully (laughs) that's where we are at now Nathan
2: I'm sure yeah 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 I'm cool with that like I'm sure I'm sure okay like the most common thing that comes up nowadays like I'm sure my perception of what cancel culture is is Mm -hmm. a very very different perception of what like a young person who is like actively involved in the the the, the culture Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a bit more would have things don't make it it a culture though Jesus Christ (laughs) What are you doing? I'm gonna go cancel someone. (laughs) Just a good day out of canceling. that's not what I meant. You You do it for cultural day. No, I'm just someone. Okay, someone that was just younger and like involved in different conversations. Gen Z is what we're calling them. Yeah, Yeah. Um, that they would see it completely differently. And where the truth lies, I don't know. But um, yeah, you kind of just go to accept that very Mm -hmm. much. That there are things that you're never going to fully understand. And I can't wait for the next thing. Yeah, you know. Like I can't wait for the next thing that will completely Would blow my mind. Um, Who knows? I, w- hmm.
1: Hmm. I guess we can't. We can't really predict the future. <laughs> but, you know. Speaking of generational stuff, this there's this really sad story that came out. I think it was in the Straits Times where I read it about this um, neighbor was an, the, there were these neighbors of this older man, and apparently the older man. Every day would throw like paper balls at their door Mm -hmm. for no real reason. And they would just pick it up, throw it away, whatever. They do it every day. And then one day it stopped and they figured out it's because he was dead.
2: And the paper, they opened it up and it said, help me, I'm dying. No. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know. They probably threw it away.
1: It could have. (laughs) But it's funny because people were like, oh, yeah, it's just – That was just his way of letting you know they're still alive, basically. Yeah, Yeah, it was like a call for help. And then someone made the point of like, oh, yeah, that's what um, WhatsApp message from boomer relatives are. And that kind of blew my mind a little bit because after this whole thing with my mom, I rejoined after long quitting my extended family's group chat. How could you? Oh, it was so good. And being back (laughs) is so bad. Uh, But yeah, I have just one uncle. Yeah, my dad's oldest brother, so he's really up there. He must be close to 80. Yeah. Uh who just every day just sends the most random fucking stuff. Just yeah. random shit he comes across. Yeah. And it just reminded me of that. I'm just like, okay, yeah. cool. Like we t- we dis- like my mom's like, S- "Check out this prayer. Say this prayer or you're going <laughs> to" so get standard visited. family group chat yeah, Standard family group stuff. And I'm just realizing, "Oh yeah. You you're, you're going to miss it when it's gone or you're going to know that they're gone when it's missing." <laughs> One of those things.
2: 100%. Yeah. Yeah, like the things that you take for granted every day, like the things that would normally annoy you. Yeah, And we're back there. Yeah, um, I, was just, I was thinking
1: this podcast is getting way too fun and frivolous.
2: Uh, excuse no, no. me? Um, but um, on the family chat thing, you mm. can just mute them. Like, don't <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> That's what I do to chats that like, I know that I, I'm not in a good mental space to be in right now. But rather oh, everything's than everything's muted, yeah. But like, rather be the drama queen and just go. I'm leaving. <laughs> like, you either mute it or you archive it. You know.
1: I think I remember. I think there was like a huge back and forth going really fast, and I was just trying to time it. I was like, leave. And I assume like sixty messages came before it said John left. That's what I tried to. But that was years ago, right? But now I'm back. Now I know what's going on. I guess, or at least, yeah.
2: I I. I don't even want to check how many group chats I have. There's a way to like look at all your group chats. Statistics? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On your WhatsApp um, there's a way to like see all the group chats that you have and it's a horrifying amount. Like yeah. it's it like yeah, it's a horrifying amount. And yeah. like but sometimes it's fun to like go back to a really old group chat and then just like pop Dude. a message in there and see who's left. <laughs>
1: Popped a message in before. But I have such bad abandonment issues that if I accidentally scroll down and click a group and I see people left and I get like, oh, you left me. Uh-huh. This group chat I haven't opened in four years.
2: <laughs> no, because like I mean I'm sure you have similar things, but like I sure. have I, I open group chats for specific projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of you course. know, thi- of and then like some like sometimes I I remember to delete it, most times I don't. Yeah. So there's like group chats Just that are pile like up old as hell. Yeah. That was from like some random event or shoot or something from somewhere where I cobbled up a random group of people that uh, never came together uh, again, uh, and then it's fun to just like pop a message in there, "Hey, fuck you guys" or something. Thinking of you. <laughs> exactly. Check out this meme. <laughs> or just yeah, send send like the Lord's Prayer in like <laughs> in like a, a weird font. Pass this on, or you'll die. <laughs> oh, I miss those. I miss those emails. You start it up. You start it up. It's I no use group chats. No, I I I truly don't think those have virability factor anymore. Fair enough. But like, remember, like the ones that used to be super elaborate, like mm-hmm. the emails where you scroll mm-hmm. down like crazy, and, and like, there were like all these. It's like a trap. It's
1: like now that you've read this, if you don't pass it on five people, you'll be <laughs> yeah, visited by the boogeyman.
2: Yeah, there used to be like amazing storytelling put into these <laughs> like put into these like stupid e- what did they call these emails chain
1: letter chain emails
2: chain chain, chain, chain letters, letters yeah. yeah chain letters chain letters were like a massive thing back in like the the late 90s early 2000s yeah. then the chain nigerian
1: emails. princes took over yeah you know, once they that kind of fill that niche
2: yeah no but i think once that started happening then like the the the, the real artists are like well no like it's the, gone mainstream. the possibility of scamming the reality of scamming right. suddenly became very real. Sure. So people started ignoring all these emails that are like, Send these to 10 people that you know, because that used to be, like, a fun thing. Yeah. Remember there was a period where that was actually, like, a fun thing to do? <laughs> I never found it fun, but I can see how like, this would. Yeah, sure. You know, like, tag people in a yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. and then, like, send it around. Or, like, sorry, not tag people. CC people. Or, like,
1: you do a riddle, and if you get it wrong, you have to pass it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I can't remember what th- th- those things exactly were. But, like, you know, you put friends in the thing, you fill in the mm-hmm, blank or mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um But there was a time where it was fun to do these things, (laughs) like spread them around and send them around and go, oh, did you see that thing? It was funny. Um, And then, yeah, the Nigerian princess happened. And then, like you know, now being scammed on the internet is like old hat by now. But there was a time where, like, it was very, like, what? You can get lied to by Mm -hmm. strangers on this global network? (laughs) Dude,
1: you don't even have to look that far. Did you know that in Singapore... This couple scammed the government out of thirty nine point nine million dollars through SkillsFuture. Like, <laughs> oh, thought. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. First of all, that there's that much money going into SkillsFuture. That's pretty cool. Gotta get a slice of that pie. But yeah, that's crazy. What SkillsFuture? SkillsFuture is this thing where, like, if you it, uh, Singapore, uh, uh, all Singaporeans can avail of it, where they want to take training in a specific thing, either to better themselves or to become a better employee or whatever. Right. Um, you can take classes, and the government will pay for it, basically. Okay. Yeah, anything, anything from like programming to like art appreciation. Like, I think wine tasting is a thing. Ooh. As long as it's skills, you can claim it from the government. So it's it's actually a pretty cool thing. But yeah, this couple stole thirty nine point nine million dollars from the government. Wow. That's crazy. They basically set up dummy corporations and had dummy people take dummy lessons from these dummy corporations, and oh, the dummies wow. in the government sent them dummy money. Yeah.
2: Wow. They caught them, though, so they're in jail. Can't wait for the documentary.
1: What we call it. No skills, fi- high sk- skill,
2: future, scams, future, scams future. skills, f- uh, s- come, <laughs> I don't know. oh, cause it's Singapore talk, you gotta put coming in, <laughs> that
1: makes sense, Man. um, I think, I feel like we have two, at least in my mind, two big topics to talk about, one is super, f- one's quite fun and one's pretty sad,
2: okay, what's the sad one, cause, oh, are we, right. are we,
1: are we back, okay, yo-yoing, right, yeah, okay. uh, Afghanistan, Feel like it's a pretty big news target. Did you, did you watch Biden's um, speech?
2: No. Okay, so here's the thing. Like and 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 maybe this will go onto a different tangent. <laughs> no, it will go on a different tangent if I don't stop talking. But um, <laughs> 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 um <laughs> like my knowledge of what's been happening with Afghanistan is extremely limited yeah. right now. Like literally all I've seen are like a bunch of you know probably the same videos that you and your mom and right. your aunt have all seen of like the people the, airport. the plane and all yeah. that stuff but I, I honestly have not been keeping up with that stuff um, and consciously so mm. because it's kind of a bummer yeah it's because I'm noticing more and more that like I get very aff- I think this is also like a like a side product of you know not being able to travel and being cooped up in the same place for so long, but like I'm finding that the news cycle is extremely heavy, sure. um, and it can, um, it can mess you up, you know, if you're not having like the best of mental health times. Yeah, but that's
1: what what's happening to me too. I keep reading these
2: negative news
1: cycles. Also, it doesn't help that I keep checking in with the fucking stock market every day, waiting for the mother of all short squeezes to happen, and it's not happening. It's making me bummed. But yeah, it's a good point.
2: Yeah, like. I'm not saying that, you know, people shouldn't stay informed or whatever, but like, um, it's just that it used to be that social media, news media, all these things, like the scary things on our phone, Mm -hmm. um, it used to be that they are those things. They're scary and they're bad for you. Like social media will kill you and and like, you know, being like uh, your phone disconnects you from people, blah, blah, blah. Everyone knows this, but I think we have reached a time in 2021 where the education is out there to know how to treat your brain better with social media, true, and news media. We'll basically, see. what you consume Cut on the internet, yeah, I guess. yeah, like the <laughs> yeah. education is out there to know how to play with this monster mm-hmm. that is the internet. Mm-hmm. And um, I've chosen to do so more responsibly. Well, good for you, yeah. Man. Like, like when you look at my explore page on Instagram now, to be honest, it used to be like stuff that would make me kind of bummed out be it Mm -hmm. people who are doing better than me in Mm -hmm. my perception Mm -hmm. or like things that i wish i could achieve or like all these like aspirations or like real bummer news stories it used to look like that like as recent as like two months ago or a month ago but like now when you look at it it's mostly just like uh 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 uh, like mma things and cat things and yeah (laughs) food things so i've 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 depressed proofed my instagram for the most part um, but yeah, I just I, I've just but got super aware of how my brain was getting affected by all that last week. Mm. Um, so yeah, it sucks what's happening over there. Like, but I, I I also didn't make a conscious effort to find out more because I knew I would it would just kind of dig into my helplessness.
1: Well, that's pretty good, man. Well, I, <laughs> I guess in the spirit of that, I guess there's not really much to talk about. <laughs> um, I, no, honestly, because I mean, I think. I've dug into it a little bit, and the big, pretty big bus are like, America pulled out, Taliban took over, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what it that's, is. That's
2: the long and short of what I know as well, and I also know that it was kind of unprecedented with the speed in the which it speed. happened. It took
1: over like less than a month. But, like, basically what it was is that when the U.S. announced they were pulling out, the Taliban basically, not even through, like, force, were, like, just setting themselves up to be able to take over, making deals with people, cutting deals here, yeah. and they just took over the whole country. It was fucking crazy, though. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the scenes from the airport are really, it's like fucking watching World War Z, dude. Yeah. It's crazy.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying more and more like, because, like, and, and to stays vaguely on this topic of Afghanistan and everything. Cause mm-hmm. like, you know, while this is happening yesterday, there was also news about like the earthquakes in Haiti, Haiti again. Yeah. And, and then there's also news about how like the previous earthquake in 2010 or like the previous major earthquake in 2010 that happened in Haiti that like the the billions of dollars that went into embezzled was it not say embezzled but they it definitely didn't go into preventing something like this from happening again because there mm-hmm. you go it happened again mm-hmm. so like it didn't like the 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 money was not put to the use it was intended for yeah, which like is prevention and like improving infrastructure yeah. and it did not do that because we have a repeat of what happened again. So like, you have people like it's, it's everything is messy. Uh all the news is messy. Everything sucks. Okay, I'm pivoting to good stuff. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, no. But that, that, here's what I'm saying. Yes, please. Like do. um I'm not saying to ignore these things, live a shallow superficial life, do nothing but consume for yourself and look out for yourself. No. Like I think it's important to be aware of what's happening in the world and, like, to have empathy for it and to help where you can, if you can, Um, but also be conscious of, like, what it's doing, because, like, while I didn't read into the Afghanistan stuff, I, I read into the Haiti stuff, and it did bum me out, like... But I knew if I got into the Afghanistan stuff, I'd just feel even more helpless. Yeah. And then, like, don't even get me started on Israel and Palestine. Yeah. You know, and don't get me started on Myanmar. Like, there's just so much shit that, Uyghur, like... Uyghurs. yeah. That, like, I'm thinking more, less and less about, like, I don't need to know everything. Mm. But what I do know, I feel... The, I, I Like, what I I do... In, uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> what I do intend to understand deeper and choose to spend my time understanding and reading about and like possibly depressing myself with (laughs) I intend to do something with that. And I and I want to like do something positive towards that. Uh Rather than just like intake all the bad shit, feel helpless and let that ruin my life. Yeah. And then and and and, and at the same time not do anything about any of these things that like could use your help. Right. You know? So like and, and and I think that's like the 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 weird thing about, like, news media, because, like, they're shoving all this down your throats and, like, breaking news, breaking news, heartbreak, all these things and tragedy, but, like, they're also raising awareness of these things, so that's a good thing. I feel you. I don't know. I I, I, I don't know where to place it in my brain yet. my
1: yeah. stand on it is that I feel like—oh, maybe not. Maybe I have to examine it a little bit, but I feel like I can take in everything but not be too emotionally affected by it, hmm. uh, I think. Uh seems to be the case now.
2: But even then— it, um, there's just a sense of helplessness. It no? does. Do you feel like, a little helpless. Yeah. Even though, like, it's not like I every news story that I read, I feel like, oh, I've, me to the rescue. No, not at all. Like, it's more so that, like, when you hear about these sweeping issues that are affecting hundreds of thousands mm-hmm. of people, like, you feel like, a, or at least I feel a certain sense of responsibility, like a little bit of responsibility when, when it's something that affects such a large population of people. Um, and because there's so many multiple, like multitudes of things going on the earth at any given time, I'm mm-hmm. not just talking about now. I'm pretty sure this is true for any his sure. uh, time in history. It's just when you choose to be awakened to it, I and guess.
1: how connected you are. Like the minds didn't know the Black Page was happening, I yeah, guess.
2: Yeah, yeah, Um But um, I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm just choosing not to intake all the news let it completely just fuck me up and then have it be like a net zero productivity of like nothing happened here except like the ruining of your <laughs> mental well being. Yeah. I would rather. There's a balance to be had though because you yes. have to be,
1: a, you do have to be, I feel like you should be an informed citizen.
2: Yeah. Of the. Of yeah, humanity. no, like not, not not say like be ignorant. Like, yeah, like yeah, for yeah, example, yeah, yeah, yeah. if Afghanistan, I know that Taliban took over, America pulled out. Yeah, there's no real, real, real quick. reason to need to know more. I than didn't that. read beyond that yeah like i i I got the the I'm like the headline citizen if you take you know? one
1: if you want to take one more step, I think it's worth noting uh about the, the what their u s government is doing about the like the translate the Afghan translators and stuff mm. and getting them visas and trying to get them out because that could have real ramifications in the future, but yeah, you're right mm. <laughs> how are you what how are you with Ted lasso? are you caught up? Oh, is it back yeah, baby
2: did they drop it all or one by one what do you, uh no one by one so oh, they're um. on episode. Four. I'll I'll wait then. Yeah, I think it's worth a
1: wait. I love it though, but it is a very uh, I'll, weekly I'll, dose of positivity. Yeah, so I'll fantastic. wait because it
2: is exactly that. It, it is feels like ex- it, is, it is an extremely warm hug of a TV show, and it's and I know I'll be needing it in a few weeks. Yes,
1: that's <laughs> fair. The, the most recent episode, it was so fantastic. It was a Christmas episode, and it's ba- it. Yeah, I think I think it can be just be watched as a standalone. It's really, really, really heartwarming. It's I, th- I think it's my favorite episode that they've done. But I'm a sucker for Christmas. Maybe. I love that TV shows don't Anytime. give a shit anymore about Anytime, like, baby. When. Yeah, it's Christmas. Sure. Right.
2: Rick and Morty did a Thanksgiving episode two weeks ago. <laughs>
1: yeah. The turkeys.
2: Yeah. Oh, God.
1: But, yeah. So, wait. We watched another movie yesterday, which the further I get away from it, the more it kind of just makes me happy. And I kind of want to watch it again. Oh, we watched Free Guy.
2: Free Guy. I, I think this is the
1: first movie post-pandemic that feels like a proper, proper, proper movie. Right. Is that is that controversial? Mm. Like I think about the movies that have come out, did you not think
2: like Fast Nine, The Furious Saga was not a proper movie? That's a good point. Eh?
1: Okay, but this is the best one. <laughs> uh, this is my favorite movie this, to come this, out. Since this the one, this
2: one felt like a. I think I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about because this felt like a movie from like our youth. Yeah. This felt like a movie that you would watch in the cinema back when you were a teenager. Or,
1: or conversely, this feels like what movies are going to be like going forward. It just it just doesn't feel like it's half-hearted. It doesn't feel like it. I know it got hit with delays, but it doesn't feel like it so much. I no, don't know.
2: No. Like this this movie straight up felt like a formulaic like 90s. In the best way possible. You no, know, best way possible. Yep. A formulaic late 90s, early 2000s blockbuster, yeah. but with like the skin of like modern age because video gaming. Exactly. It's very clean yeah. as well. And um, like video gaming was like the theme of it because that's modern, but the bones of it were like classic. Like oh, I'm, I'm trying to think of movies. It reminded me of like it, it was a hot um, a hodgepodge of so many different movies. Yeah, like like, like
1: it like, even like, had like a sports element to it. You know what I mean? Like almost like yeah. oh, let's watch the finals of a sports thing.
2: Like here's a here's a weird example. It felt like the age of movies like Flubber. You know Like <laughs> okay. movies that had Like a weird premise That would present you With weird fantastical like Fully
1: committed to it Yeah No, no, no winking at the camera Yeah It was fully very co- yeah. hard on its sleeve
2: Exactly Full yeah. commitment to the premise Presents you with these Very weird specific problems That are specific to this premise Yeah and I enjoy things like that yeah. where it's like, what do you do when you have a consciousness that is created yeah. in a video? Like, It's just a weird problem, yeah, and so it's, yeah, and to it's ca- fun. To catch
1: you up, listener, this is, this is Free Guy, if you don't know it. It's the one with Ryan Reynolds and uh, Jomi Comer, who is my new love. Um, yeah, it's just like, what if a background character in a video game gained consciousness? Yeah. It's really a beautiful, simple, amazing premise that is executed so well. Yeah, And it's not the perfect movie, but it's so fun. It's pretty good. It was the movie I really needed. I think.
2: Yeah, like I, I, between this movie and the Suicide Squad, yep. I'm very happy to have two new movies that I can like rewatch. Yeah, we
1: call it the Taika Waititi one-two punch. Oh
0: yeah,
1: yeah of, of acting, <laughs> which oh. is weird.
2: Um, of oh yeah. Oh, yeah, he was like barely in Suicide Rat Squad. Right, Catcher One. Sort of. He was. But he, um, that
1: was a really good. He did really well in that, I thought. Yeah. That little he did.
2: But both movies, like the moment I stepped out of there, I was like, I'm rewatching this. And yeah. I have rewatched Suicide Squad, and it's even more enjoyable the second time. Yeah. Um Especially when you can, like, pick and choose the moments you want to watch. True, true, true. Especially that final Starfish scene. Yeah. Starro. There are so many, like, closing of loops in that scene it's great yeah. anyway um yeah with free guy it, it just felt like a throwback experience totally it felt like a real throwback experience even though it was such a current topic yep and like a very like current aesthetic
1: and super ironically it felt like it didn't have much studio interference like it doesn't it didn't feel like it was a filling an agenda which let's not talk about that at all because i think people should just watch it but right. which was nice, you know what I mean? It right. was standalone; it was in its own universe. They created everything from the ground up. It was yeah, well acted, funny. The cast is so good; like that's such a good cast.
2: Uh, did, did you you said that you've never seen Killing Eve?
1: I watched the first couple episodes, first season maybe.
2: Okay. Didn't, I wasn't
1: super didn't... into it. I'm not sure. Yeah. Are you? Have you watched all the episodes?
2: I haven't seen. I haven't. I didn't finish it. I don't know if it's over, but I've only seen the first two seasons. I think the la- the
1: fourth and final seasons coming out soon ish.
2: Cool. I enjoyed it, but like, also like I I fell in love with Jodie Comer there. Like she was like yeah. breathtaking in that show. Just like such an amazing performer. Yeah. Especially cuz she's playing all these different characters. Well, I write
1: her for Sandra O. Oh, so. <laughs> Let's try But yeah, Jodie Comer, she's great. She's so fun in this movie.
2: Yeah. I'm excited for her now. Like this movie, it feels like like it's it's always fun when you see like like a star turn yeah, happening yeah, yeah, yeah. in a movie. Like, it sucks to see it, like, when it fails, like, with, like, your Caius Codelarios. Tyler Kitsch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What
1: did did happen to Kaya Scodelarios?
2: Impossible to (laughs) Google. I'm not sure. Yeah. But um, I'm excited for Jodie Comer. Or, or like, yeah, it's just fun when you see, like, a star turn happening. It's like, ooh, you're going to see them in all the movies now.
1: She's from Liverpool. Can you think of any other actor that's from Liverpool? I legitimately cannot. (laughs) Sports stars, of course. Musicians, yeah. Actors, actresses, not one. Besides Jodie Comer from Liverpool,
2: ah, oh, I have no idea. Yeah, Scouser, right.
1: yeah, a Scouser. Scouse. Um, but yeah, such a fun movie. I just, I can't. say. I just, it, it, it struck the perfect balance of like, it's not what you would call a brainless movie. It's not just at all. one not notch. Of, it's probably, but it's not far above that. You know what I mean? But it has yeah. a really good heart to it, and I just very winning. Of Ryan Reynolds, of course, is just always so good and so Ryan Reynolds
2: I knew it wasn't like uh, like a I, I knew that it wasn't just like your typical popcorn flick when at the end and this isn't really a spoiler because you know you know movies like these generally have happy endings <laughs> yeah. but when the happy ending part happened yeah. it literally was like a kiss thing yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, the yeah, two yeah. main characters kissed and then the the problem was solved from the kiss <laughs> and then happy ending and that is literally like the tropiest trope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when it happened, I was like, I wanted it so bad. Yeah, that didn't feel. I lit. was like, just do it. <laughs> when it happened, I was Kiss. like, like Kiss. I haven't, I haven't seen a movie do this in yeah, a very yeah, yeah, long yeah. time. The only thing that was super distracting, to but me it, was it felt, the, it didn't feel undeserved.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. the only thing it did not feel undeserved. Yeah, the, the only thing that was I found a little distracting was the music. Uh, how did you feel in, in general? Too. I can't remember it. Okay, well that's probably good. <laughs> bad. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. But. Well, the thing is, it was directed. It was the music was done by this composer named Christoph Beck, and he literally, like literally, pulled a, a song from a, a previous project he had done and dropped it in. And I know it very well because it's one of my favorite musical pieces. It's from uh, the Disney short Paperman, right? Which I still can't believe you haven't seen, or at least you don't know, because that, that's my favorite. Is one. Is it one
2: about the paper plane? Yes. Oh yeah, it's black and white them. with the paper plane. It's yeah, the yeah, exact yeah. music cue.
1: It's really yeah. good, uh, and yeah, that became the main love song. So I was like, this is confusing. But that's all I really have bad to say about it. The timing was a little weird at the beginning. The ending had like little small choices that I thought could have done better. But man, I love this movie. I want to watch it again.
2: <laughs> um, I'll get into a, a light spoiler here mm. without t- spoiling too much because I doubt anyone's seen it yet. But um, there was a moment in this movie that involved several other IPs, mm-hmm. let's say. And I'm curious... How much longer are we going to see this thing? Because okay, between Wreck It Ralph, Ready Player One, yeah, um, uh, Space, Space Jam, Jam Two, a new Legacy, fuck. Now it's this shit. movie, we have seen in multiple big budget blockbusters now, like scenes where like we see other IPs from the real world mm-hmm. making cameos. Mm-hmm. This is the most tasteful.
0: Anyway, it, go ahead.
2: Yeah, it's it definitely creates a break in reality. This was definitely the most tasteful. Yeah. But I'm just curious like how much longer until like, this becomes like. Not a thing. like a, No, just like, like an annoying trope. Like something that we will see in a lot of movies I think it's that, there already. that will piss people <laughs> off. Really?
1: I, I, sp- I think Space Jam really pushed it. Yeah. I think Space Jam was the one that really broke it for me. Uh. Especially where it's like I'm not watching the action. I'm looking at that really <laughs> shitty White Walker in the background that's slightly blurry. And that dude is clearly not a good actor. Uh, that White Walker number three,
2: right there. I still haven't seen Space Jam. It's the worst. <laughs> So bad I really I, I hate that you watched it by yourself Like Because now Because I, I don't want to watch it by myself That's why I haven't watched it I See, do want to watch it But not by myself You know what You
1: know how Remember last year We tried to watch New Mutants together And we both just turned it off <laughs> I knew if we watched Space Jam It would be the same And I kind of just wanted just to get through it
2: Because I, I know I don't want to watch it by myself Like My girlfriend's not going to have any of that don't shit watch so so Don't watch like, it You're
1: fine not watching it It's really bad it's Really bad
2: <laughs> Fine Yeah Fine. Yeah, cool. <laughs> um, final. I know. Okay, like th- I know this suddenly sounds like 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 TV TV show roundup uh, episode, it's but lot, um, before before on. we go, I want to quickly talk about Brooklyn Nine Nine's premiere. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a season eight. Yeah, yeah, the final season. who Who'd have thunk that we live in a world where the show that is having the most nuanced conversation about police brutality is a fucking NBC sitcom. It's NBC
1: 30-minute sitcom with Andy Samberg. Yeah, yeah.
2: it's an NBC 30-minute sitcom with Andy Samberg. And it's wild because, like, it's been long enough since what happened mm-hmm. with, like, the whole perception of police brutality and all that. And also, the, even before George Floyd, like, the police have been a problem. like
1: To the beginning of police, you might yeah. even say.
2: Yeah. And, like, multiple shows have tried addressing it But I feel like they always address it with, like, a lot of conditions. Like, for example, the example I can draw now is Bosch. You didn't see it, but Bosch recently had its final season, and they addressed these things very slightly. But it's but they
1: address it. Are right? they like okay, we have to address it? and Let's kind of move on, kind of a deal? I'm guessing,
2: kind of, yeah. or like it's addressed with like a lot of shades because Brooklyn Nine Nine fucking like,
1: dived into it from so many different aspects. It was yeah,
2: great. this was like a full on deep dive, yeah. and it felt very thorough.
1: The A story, the B story, and the C story were all about police brutality and yeah. COVID, and yeah. it was really really good. It just
2: felt extremely thorough, and it was it was. And surprising super well done yeah
1: like Andre Brower had a little bit of a scene towards the end that like almost made me cry it was so good no
2: like literally right before the scene happened I like I, I, we watched it together and yeah, I yeah. said out loud like man Andre Brower looks rough he looks like he had like a rough yeah, break yeah, and he, then he's literally it, then like it's says, been a rough year yeah and I was like did that,
0: for, oh I feel bad for saying that but now. it was <laughs>
1: incredible what did he say it's been a really rough year to, to be, be a, a black police man police officer a, a, a black gay man, man a black gay man
0: who is also a police, a police officer
1: police officer or a human and I was like, "Wow!" Yeah. <laughs> like you guys nailed it. Yeah. And afterwards, I remember I had like goosebumps because it was such a good scene of just like this completely earnest. Yeah, and just it just rolled the line. Uh, yeah, we're literally talking about the episode, but this scene in particular where he's just pouring his heart out. Uh, it was just so tastefully done. It walked the line perfectly. It captured all the emotions beautifully, and it was still fucking hilarious. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's it's it shows like this that make me love. I mean, honestly, storytelling, but like sitcoms. You know what I mean? Like when good the Good comedy writing. Good comedy writing for sitcoms. And, can and, really and, and, just
2: and, and NBC sitcoms, like the main NBC sitcom, which I would say Brooklyn Nine-Nine is yeah, the yeah. main NBC yeah, yeah, sitcom yeah. of the moment. Probably, yeah, yeah. They always have, or they tend to have a pretty solid roster of yeah. writers that yeah. are like really in touch with what's happening. You know what I mean? Because
1: literally that. like at last year after season seven, and I'm like, how the hell could they possibly continue with the show? Yeah, You know what I mean? And pfft. I will say though, like
2: that, my favorite season so far, still, even though this, these, this, the season eight premiere was like cultural shifting. Yeah, my favorite season so far is still five.
1: I, again, maybe I haven't watched it enough, but Brooklyn to nine ninety two is just one long thing. Like, I know,
2: I know, it's a swath. Like, what like, season
1: five? What happens season five?
2: I don't really. You said
1: four yesterday. The, uh, five, four five, five, five. Five, okay.
2: Like, I don't define it by story points either because, like, it's all a big swath of whatever. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. do define it by, like, how the writing feels. Mm-hmm. And season five felt the most, like, bam. It's like right there. Is it's, that like, the one with the Backstreet Boys? I think so, yeah. The opening? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. season five was, like, right there. Season six was, like, a weird shadow of it. And then season seven was just like a different vibe, and then now season eight is also like another different vibe, which yeah. is exciting. Yeah, I love that they dropped two episodes too. One and two came out the same day, because two is still kind
1: of continues on, but it's you know it's it's hijinks, yeah, a little bit. But season that episode one that's that's going to go down as like historically is one of the best uh, pieces of of art that captures this stupid time in it that we're living in. I
2: mm-hmm. think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well. The moral of this episode is that we cope with our depression by consuming media. Yeah. And we hope that this piece of media we've created in a roundabout way helps you cope with yours if yeah. you're having it maybe.
1: And then if we bummed you out with this episode, we hope the frivolous parts picked you up a little bit. <laughs> and the cycle continues. And the cycle continues. It's just Life is a bicycle. It just rolls up and down. Turning the pedals. Oh right. (laughs) Until the chain snaps and you die.
2: Got it. Got it.
1: What a funny way to die. See light and shade. Yes. Rivers and valleys, or mountains and peaks and
2: troughs and all that. Mm -hmm. Well, (laughs) thank you so much for listening this week. Uh, Thank you for being with us once again. Thank you for sharing and all that. Telling a friend. Um, And thanks for the hang. Thanks for the hang.
0: What a place to be.